Do you ever feel like you're in a never-ending cycle of snacks and meals? We get it. That's why we're excited to share Home Threads, the ultimate solution for creating a stylish and functional family space. At HomeThreads.com, discover furniture that can handle the chaos of family life. From wipeable dining chairs to kitchen tables and light fixtures. Or you can just freshen up your kitchen with trays, counter lamps, decor, and other affordable accents that will help you update your kitchen into a room you love spending time in. Head over to HomeThreads.com slash D-I-J-F-Y, short for Dinner and I Just Feed You, to get a code for 15% off your first order. Because if you're going to be feeding them three times a day, plus snacks, you deserve a home that feeds your style. HomeThreads, love where you live. That's HomeThreads.com backslash D-I-J-F-Y today to get 15% off your first order. Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, Build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. Is anyone else struggling with what to wear these days? I've been pretty frustrated with getting dressed over the last few months as I've navigated body changes, and some days I quite literally have no idea what to wear. Enter Armoire. Armoire allows you to rent high quality designer clothing for every occasion. When I signed up, I took a style quiz, and based on my preferences, they offered suggestions that would best match my life. I've been renting clothes from Armoire for a while now, and the more I rent, the more on point the suggestions get. Plus, you send what you wear back, which is a great way to try new styles without waste. Armoire also has such a fantastic range of options. Whether you're planning an outfit for a date night, packing for a conference, or maybe a family event, or just need some updated options for everyday life, you'll be the best-dressed person in the room without ever having to find time for an exhausting shopping day. Right now, Didn't I Just Feed You listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash D-I-J-F-Y. That is armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash D-I-J-F-Y to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. Megan, it's no secret that I'm a maximalist who loves luxe clothing and home goods. Mm-hmm. It's also no secret that I'm a minimalist who also loves investing in a handful of small luxe things that will last and service for a long time, especially for my home. And we both love a good deal, which is why we've both become obsessed with Quince, a one-stop shop for curated luxury goods shipped direct from the world's best specialty factories. Quince partners with factories that produce well-known luxury brands and that demonstrate a commitment to high production standards, fair wages, safety, and sustainability. They also focus on essential products with low design costs. Think cashmere cruise, super soft fleece pants, and the down comforters, and hotel quality sheets that I'm stocking up on for the new house. Yay, new house! I'm so into those cashmere cruise, though, because back to some clothing. (laughs) And they are only $50. I've also stocked up on even more affordable and chic linen shorts, silk camis, and washable silk PJs for the summer. And all of it ships direct from factories straight to us. No middle person and no upcharge. Altogether, that's how Quince is able to keep prices up to 50 to 80% lower than other brands. Real Simple, In Style, Fast Company, Refinery29, and Fortune all agree with us. Quince is a game changer. And if you give them a try and disagree, Quince will give you a full refund. So treat yourself today. Get free shipping and 365-day free returns at onequince.com backslash D-I-J-F-Y. That's 
O-N-E-Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash, and this is all lowercase, D-I-J-F-Y, short for Didn't I Just Feed You. always really like having like a list of things that are important to me that I either want the house to have or want to know if they have so that I can either plan around that or bring something with me. So I have a little list and I think that being in touch with whomever you are renting the house from about these items is pretty important. Welcome to Didn't I Just Feed You, a podcast about feeding kids. Hi, I'm Stacy, And I'm Megan. Before we get into this week's episode, don't forget to subscribe right now, right where you're listening. If you find yourself with an extra minute, I mean, even 30 seconds is all you really need to leave us a rating and maybe a minute to leave us a review too, which we really love because they help other busy parents and home cooks find us. And this episode is a juicy one, so you know you want to share it with all your friends, too. Today, we're going to talk about how to meal plan for your vacation. Or wing it. I'm going to say or wing it. Or maybe not. Because, (laughs) well, here's the thing. You know all those memes about, like, yay, we're going on vacation. And then it's, like, some sad parent being like, "Mm, I'm just doing all the I do at home, yeah, but right. on vacation. Like dishes with a different view. You're still, right. you're still scrubbing butts and washing greasy right. pans and all that. So yeah. we're also going to give you plenty of ideas for if you are like F meal planning, I'm going to wing it and how you can do that effectively in as little time as possible so you can maximize your enjoyment. Yes. I would love to start by sharing a horror story that I sometimes <laughs> <laughs> I wrote a whole post and we'll link to it in the show notes for kitchen about why I will never meal plan on vacation again which is like a half lie because the truth of the matter is I love meal planning it makes me feel at ease when I'm going into new situations or like times that are busy and vacationing is definitely that but what I found was I overplanned for an Airbnb vacation where like we drove to Lake Tahoe with my brother and I was like, I we were on a super tight budget at the time and I was like, I'm going to bring my Instant Pot. I'm going to like meal plan all these things from our freezer and bring all this stuff. And then there wasn't enough room for the things where we like stopped to pick up takeout and like there were leftovers and how do we use those up or like we wanted to go to this little market to check it out and we all wanted to buy things and it was like, oh, we already have all this food at home. It kind of sucked the joy out of meal planning <laughs> <That's so sad. laughs> and vacationing. So my biggest piece of advice would be be light and loose with your meal planning. Plan a couple of things. Like maybe you want to plan the first night's dinner so that after your drive, you know what you're eating. And by planning, I don't mean you're bringing all the ingredients with you necessarily, unless you want to do that, which is totally cool. I'm saying like make a plan to pick up something somewhere. Or one of our genius listeners was like, yeah, I have my favorite meal kit service send a meal kit to the Airbnb in advance. So I have a couple of meals like done and done for me, which I think is is so smart. 
So my biggest piece of advice is to do a little bit of planning in advance while you're still home, while you're still in all business mode. And I think that one of the most important things is knowing what is waiting for you in the rental kitchen. And we're going to talk about if you're staying at a hotel too. But for now, thinking about, you know, whether you drive or fly, however you get there, you get to where you're going, where you're going to be cooking. And it is the worst. Like you discover there's no coffee maker, for example. (laughs) Or there's a coffee maker and no filters for it. Yeah. And so you're like, oh, I have to go to the store now. So I always really like having like a list of things that are important to me that I either want the house to have or want to know if they have so that I can either plan around that or bring something with me. So I have a little list. And I think that being in touch with whomever you are renting the house from about these items is pretty important. So wait, do you send your list to them or do you yeah. use like the listing and say, okay, this, they didn't mention the coffee maker, so I'm going to ask about totally. this specific yeah. item? Yeah. I mean, yeah. If, they're, if they're clear about it, then, you know, there's, you know, I always go through it. I don't want to like waste anybody's time. But I do think for me and I, you know, listen, not everybody is into making sure that they have sharp knives, but I think sharp knives, we've said this on so many episodes about equipment, about our favorite kitchen items. Sharp knives are essential. They actually make cooking faster and easier. So I often bring my knives and safer. So I often bring knives with me. I'll bring a chef's knife and then a paring knife. But you can check what kind of knives they have. A blender if you're really into like smoothies or mixed drinks, which is really nice on vacation. But also like chimichurri, make a dressings. All of those things can happen in a blender that are really like easy that you can do one night, make a double batch and put in the fridge. Some really like simple stuff, foil, reusable snack baggies or Tupperware, because then you can know, should I bring some of my reusable baggies? Should I buy some of those plastic Tupperware, disposable Tupperware? They're not actually, you can use them like two or three times. They call them like take and toss. Yeah, exactly. You can reuse them. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Like making sure there's a way to make coffee and everything I need. Are there coffee beans or grinds already there? Or should we bring or buy? A meat thermometer is something Mm. that if you're going to be grilling a lot, especially bottle opener, (laughs) you got in there the first night and all you want to do is dig into takeout after a long ride and open a bottle of wine. And it's like, "Ah, where's the bottle opener? (laughs) Crack open a beer. Salt, condiment and spices. And this is a weird one, but a Y peeler. Mm. Oh, and also if you have a baby, I mean, we haven't done this in a while, but also it works for, you know, cups on the go, which you can ask if they have, you know, if you're not bringing your own, usually we're bringing our own because we need them for on the go anyway. But a bottle cleaner is something really useful to ask if they have, but especially if you're bringing baby with you who's bottle fed. Now, can I ask a very pointed question? Have you ever canceled a reservation because the list has come back as mostly no's? Oh, no, definitely not. Because it's just a matter of planning around it. You yeah. know, like if it's so a, what do you do if they have nothing on your list? Do you pack all those things if you can? I have definitely packed knives. In fact, even when they tell me they have good knives, I usually pack my own knives. Let's be honest. Right? Like just two, even a chef's knife and a paring knife will get you so far. Yeah, totally. Blender, no. I've never traveled with a hand blender 
but you could. Uh, foil, snack baggies, take and toss or pack and toss containers you can all get at the supermarket. I wing it and don't bring a meat thermometer, but actually recently once Mike did because he's super into grilling now and he really likes knowing. He likes clear lines with his cooking. So packing a meat thermometer is really easy. Coffee, we can usually just know that we need to buy cold brew. Corkscrew bottle opener, really easy. We have one on a, like, I don't keep it on my keychain all the time, but I'll just pop it onto my keychain to make sure corkscrew. Usually people have a corkscrew. I have brought spices and like maldon salt with me. Yes. I know that sounds crazy, but, you know, just put them in little baggies or keep little reusable like travel containers and just put little bits, you know, and just like the basics, onion powder, garlic powder. For me, it's some cumin. I like spice blends when you're on vacation, yeah. especially good for grilling. And sometimes either bringing or buying once you figure out the like best little local grocery shop, a little bit of vinegar is one of those things that's yes, really nice totally. to have on hand and not a lot of Airbnb kitchens include. I will add that we still like just travel with plastic kid plates and bowls. I think our kids are oh. just on the edge of outgrowing those, but we do so many road trips and car trips that we have like a go bag packed and it just has those things in it. It also has a couple of travel mugs, which I find really great, both for like the trip, if we stop to get coffee or you know, the kids want even like the kids sharing gummy snacks in the back of the car. It's great to have like a couple of to go cups to portion things out into. And then we just like those are available for us for our morning coffee. And if we're going to leave on an adventure. Totally. We bring our bottles. I mean, we don't have to travel with much anymore in terms of the kids, but our reusable bottles. Yes. I'm trying to think of what else I pack or have packed sometimes just depending on the rental and like what I think we'll be cooking and eating. I might bring a couple of nice sheet pans with me if we're traveling by car because I might want to bake cookies while we're on vacation or I might be doing like a lot of grilling and not wanting to have like a flimsy sheet pan to take big hunks of meat or whole chickens or whatever in and out from the grill on. So those are like two. I love to bring just like two sheet pans with me. Besides the one time where I disastrously bought the in, brought the Instant Pot with me, I've never brought pots and pans with me. I've brought my Instant Pot with me. Yeah. If we're like going local, if it's a place that we're driving to, I've totally bought it, brought it with me. I just feel like the Instant Pot makes dinner so fast and hands off <laughs> that <laughs> it's great. Like, you know, just, you know, the Instant Pot meat sauce or like a big pork shoulder that's going to make enough shredded pork for two separate meals. And I don't even have to think about it. Yeah. It is also kind of speaks to the, the kind of cooking that you might want to be doing on vacation if you're not eating out, which is like... Um, either low and slow, you're using it as like a slow cooker. You can put something in in the morning and then come back to dinner being ready for you while you've like been out having adventures or you're coming back super la last minute and everyone's starving and you need to like really quickly pull off dinner. Then you can use the pressure cooker aspect of it. So it is one of the few pieces of equipment where I'm like, yeah, I think you could bring it on a lot of vacations and make your life easier. Totally. And also, honestly, I mean, I don't know about this where you're from, but because I feel like you are also spend a lot of time in the South where there's probably air conditioning everywhere. Yes. But in upstate New York, there are a lot of old houses that do not have air conditioning. And like that's 
fairly standard. And, you know, partly it's because it gets cool at night and a lot of these old houses retain cool really nicely. But you don't want to be <laughs> slow cooking that pork shoulder all afternoon in the yes. middle of August no. on the stovetop. So the Instant Pot's also really great for if you're going someplace where there might not be air conditioning or like yeah. strong air conditioning. And you don't want to heat up the house. Yeah. And maybe there's not a grill as an yeah. option. And it's funny. I, I qualified with strong air conditioning because Mike is so into air conditioning that air conditioning in and of itself is not enough to assure him that he will be comfortable. It has to be like strong air conditioning. <laughs> like, is it central air? What is it? It's very funny. He's He gets a little sweaty. <laughs> you know, it gets hot in August in New York State. <laughs> yeah. That also made me think that one of the things we always bring on a road trip with us is an empty cooler. Like, it's yes, sometimes just a cooler totally. bag squished out yes. and stuffed in another bag. But I just can think of so many times where we've been, like, maybe two hours from our destination and we've just had to take a break for something and then we stumble upon something really great. Like, even a, a great place to grab local beers and we want to bring some back with yes, us genius. and having the cooler in the car is so clutch before we dig into more let's take a quick minute to hear from our sponsors stacy coming out of the pandemic and right into a cross-country move i decided that it was time for a new vitamin routine for my kids we have so much going on i don't want to stress about whether they're getting everything they need i just want to know that they are i get it With the boys, we have been through so many different vitamin phases. In fact, we stopped taking vitamins right before lockdown. Since I was cooking every single meal, I figured that I could ensure the boys were getting everything they needed. But things have changed around here, too. Wait, tell me more about that. Okay, so listen, everyone who knows us knows that we prioritize food joy. And this year has emphasized that even more. I want the boys to have food autonomy, and that means letting go. Not my strength, (laughs) but I want (laughs) to let go while knowing that they are getting what they need nutritionally. And not giving them a vitamin dressed up as candy. There you go. (laughs) It's crazy. (laughs) As I was researching vitamins, I couldn't believe how much sugar some of them have. Which is why we're both so excited about our new sponsor, Haya. It's the perfect timing in both of our homes for a zero sugar vitamin. Whoop! The other interesting thing I learned while researching is that most vitamins were formulated to fill the nutritional gaps in kids' diet based on out-of-date nutritional guidelines from the 1980s. That was even longer ago for you than for me. (laughs) is based on a modern kids' diet. Their vitamins are made with a blend of 12 farm-fresh fruits and vegetables, then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals known to help support a healthy immune system, energy levels, brain function, mood, need that, teeth, bones, and more. Also, zero sugar and still tasty. But honestly, the best part of Hyatt is the convenience. Your vitamins come straight to your door with a pediatrician-recommended schedule. The first month comes with a reusable glass bottle that your kids can personalize with stickers. Then every month thereafter, Hyatt sends a no-plastic refill pouch of fresh vitamins. Good for the planet, no sugar, non-GMO, vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, nut-free, and everything else you can imagine. I'm sold. 
more importantly, our kids are sold too. We've worked out an exclusive offer with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. Didn't I Just Feed You listeners receive 50% off their first order. To claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com backslash D-I-J-F-Y or enter the code D-I-J-F-Y at checkout. That's H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash D-I-J-F-Y and get your kids the full body nourishment that they need to grow into healthy adults. Full discount applied at checkout. This isn't specific to food and cooking, but even when we've traveled internationally before or somewhere really far, Mike has a reusable nylon waterproof bag that can get schmutzy and, you know, it can handle whatever that we pack up really small and bring with us everywhere we go because, you know, you can grab something if you come across a farmer's market or, you know, you find a store that has like really interesting specialty foods and you want to bring some home. Just always having a bag with you in general, even if it isn't insulated, is really helpful. Also, it helps you collect garbage. Like if you buy snacks on the way and there are no garbage cans, so you're not littering. It's just really useful. It sounds like it's also really great for the things like if you go swimming, yes. uh, if someone ever gets car sick and you need to throw oh, gross God. things in it. <laughs> not that I've ever wow. had that experience. Actually okay. with our dogs and not our children. That is so funny. maybe that's another story for another time. Yeah. Let's talk about food now. Um. <laughs> But speaking of insulated bags, I know I shared this in the moving mini, and we've done a road trip episode before too, but I think that taking like small insulated lunch bags on a road trip is imperative. I use it for like drive-through lunches or if we're like hopping from hotel to hotel, which we do we've done when the when we moved and we're on like a long destination road trip. It just is like you could fill it up with continental breakfast or you can buy grocery store breakfast stuff and get everyone loaded in the car and give them their little lunch bag of stuff to eat. And you're not like constantly handing things back and forth and back and forth. So smart. So I want to talk about actual like meals and things that people can buy that make cooking really easy. But since you're talking about hotels, should we just briefly recap and touch on some of our favorite tips for if you're going to be traveling and staying in hotels, like some ways to make feeding kids on vacation a little bit easier, maybe a little more affordable too. It can really get expensive to be buying multiple meals a day for everybody. Yeah. And I guess that's also like a great thing to talk about is like we never go on vacation and eat all of our meals out. Like Even if we're in a hotel, it's nearly impossible to, like, stay on any kind of budget. And also, like, you just get tired of eating out food three meals a day. And so then you, like, end up ordering things and the kids kind of pick at it. My favorite hotel with kid tips is not actually, like, really food-related. And it came from our guest, Christina Gallery. She wrote about this for Kitchen also, this idea that, like, if you're in a hotel and you want to have – hotel cocktails but you can't like get them delivered to you go to the hotel bar have them make the cocktail for you without ice and take the cocktail up to your room get ice and then you can have cocktails later after the kids are in bed you know those funny stories of like parents trying to get their kids to sleep or let them get to sleep and they're like hiding in the bathroom it's definitely the cocktail you drink while you're yes totally totally oh my gosh i remember the first time we took isaac to mexico he he was in a pack and play right next to the bed and mike got 
a splitter, but we forgot to bring two separate earphones. So we had a splitter, but then we only had one set of earphones that were wired at the time because Isaac's 14 years old. So we each had one, like our heads were smashed together in bed, like trying to hide the glow of the computer screen. And it was probably like there wasn't even Netflix. It was like a downloaded movie. Where we each had one, you know, earbud in each ear while this kid, he's he was an awful sleeper, was just standing and looking at us. <laughs> we would not go to sleep. Mike was like, this is n- not vacation. It was like he was yeah. still little. We were with like a whole, it was a whole family trip. It was very funny and very not relaxing. Yeah. There are for sure seasons where it's not really vacation. Yeah. You're like going away with your family. Yes, I, totally. I also feel like you do a lot more international travel, like plane travel yeah. to stay in houses or plane travel yep. and you're staying in a hotel. So what is your best advice about feeding your family from a hotel room? So, you know, lots of times breakfast is included, which is great. And I don't mean to sound super tacky, but <laughs> it's included and it's a buffet. Like, grab a get bagel. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get it. Because the kids, when you're on the go and you're at a park or whatever, you know, a snack along the way or a light lunch, it can really save you money because you might not really have to get as much at lunchtime if you're out and about um, or you can pack something more easily. If you're going someplace where you have time to plan ahead and figure out where the closest local supermarket is, I think that's really important. Even if you're staying at a hotel, even if there isn't a mini fridge in your hotel room, I used to grab avocados and get the ones that are still a little bit hard so they can sit out for a few days. Grab some plastic forks and knives. You know, when an avocado is ripe, you just cut it in half. You know, not every kid will eat that, but Oliver used to just eat half of an avocado, and that was a great on-the-go snack. Apples, grapes, stone fruit in the summer, anything that you can wash really easily in a bathroom sink that you can then keep on the counter for a couple of days and have it for on-the-go. Bananas are really great to have on hand snack bars. So get to where you're going and that like first day or after you've had your first night's sleep, go do a little run to the supermarket and grab some things. You know, you're definitely spending money, but it is way more affordable than getting food through the hotel or potentially depending on where you are and how you like to eat. It can be more affordable than restaurants too. Yes. And I will say that fatigue, that eating out fatigue happens really quickly and you'll be really happy to to have some sort of like snacky things at the hotel that you could turn into a meal. I wanted to add those the like super easy to peel clementines and like meat sticks. Not yeah, totally. why, what am I thinking of? Ch- chompers we both love from yep. Thrive Market. Oh, another thing is My kids love room service, and room service can be great and really fun. If that's your thing, you love it, it's convenient, you don't mind, like, go for it as much as possible. But I find that I'm never, like, super satisfied, and we've spent a lot of money. And there's, like, it just feels like a little bit of a waste. And I know it's necessary sometimes when you're just tired, and you, or especially if there's jet lag and you're on a different schedule. But we tend to tell our kids, like, there's going to be one fun night where we're going to do it up. 
like we'll get a movie on the television, we'll get room service. But as a general rule of thumb, we don't do tons of room service. Because even if we're tired, I'd rather just like run out to the market and get like bread and cheese and fruit, you know, and baby carrots or something and just have a spread like that. It's so much more affordable. And honestly, it's usually just as satisfying, if not more. Yes, I agree. I have this funny like room service thing that I picked up from a food stylist I used to work for and she would always get like a Caesar salad and french fries and she said that she feels like those are the most basic and like easy things and they're always satisfying. So that's like a trick that I've taken if we ever have to get room service, that's what I choose to order. Totally. Does not work as well for the kids and they're prone to ordering like burgers or pizzas and then being really disappointed with the room service. Yeah, the pizzas, the pizzas. I don't know because also we're from New York. So like the room service pizzas, the Mm -hmm. kids get it every time and they're like wah, wah. And you're like, you know better, you And, guys. like, they like the burgers, but seriously, you can end up paying so much money like for a, a hamburger. dollars yeah. hamburger. And it's insane. Fries. Yeah. All right. So back to being in a house, what are some of your favorite things to grab at the market or your favorite easy meals to make? Like, what do you put in rotation? And do you tend to make the same things or same kinds of things every time you go away? That's so many questions. I know. Answer them all, Megan. <laughs> okay. I'll start with... <laughs> What are go-tos and do I make the same things every time? Which I pretty much always plan that we will have some sort of like snack plattery night, which sounds a lot like your bread, cheese, and fruit situation. But, you know, if you go check out a local farmer's market and you get veggies or, you know, even at the, sometimes it's at the end of vacation where it's like there's little bits and bobs from other meals that we've cooked or there's like takeout that we ha- we need to use up on the last night. Snack platter is the way to do it. And that is probably the only repeat meal I do on vacation because I find myself a lot of the time being drawn to where we are. Like if we're on the coast and we can get fresh seafood, I want to cook and eat that rather than like doing pulled pork. Um, Maybe we're like at a beach house, but like with a ton of friends and family. And we do want to do things like instant pot pulled pork that can feed like feed a huge crowd super easily. Yeah, I don't think there's one thing that I ever make or cook everywhere. Do you have go-tos for a vacation? I do. I mean, I definitely loom leave room for improvisation. But to be honest, I get excited and then I don't actually really want to be doing any kind of intense cooking. So I have a couple of back pocket things that I like to make. I don't always make them. It depends like on my mood and how tired I am and what type of vacation. Like, are we going to be hiking all day? And I know I'll be too tired hiking all day. We never really hike all day, but like doing something. (laughs) I don't know why I said hiking. That's so not us. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Or, you know, is it going to be like a fun, like lackadaisical beach vibe and I can just kind of like cook along the way? But because I don't want a meal plan, you know, I want to I want to whittle it down to like the least amount that I have to do. <laughs> I do like having some things that I know are just go to's. So one is going to be super obvious coming from the lady who wrote winner, winner, chicken dinner. But grabbing a store bought rotisserie chicken like always, I don't need a meal Good plan. News. I don't need I a love list. That. Yes. Right. Because you can just eat the chicken. You can make a chicken salad. It's good for lunch. It's good for dinner. You can toss it with pasta salad. You can make tacos, quesadillas, 
burritos. You can make chicken stock with it, you know, and then make a chowder from the seafood or produce that you were inspired by where you are. You know, there's just so much that you can do with it. So what else? Like I always buy like a bag of tortellini. Again, it's one of those things that's really easy and flexible. I always buy things that work well on a snack platter because whether it ends up being dinner or lunch or actually just snack, because <laughs> it seems like don't the kids eat 15 times as much when you're on vacation somehow? <laughs> or is that just my yes. growing boys? No, they do, which is like probably comfort. And then also they're expending so much energy, like totally doing fun stuff. Yeah, totally. And then I usually buy stuff for a stir fry because I feel like that's always very quick, very easy, very like it's easy to flex. It's, you know, with whatever we end up having on hand, maybe I found produce locally that looks good. So rice and just some basic, you know, stir fry ingredients, which is another thing to ask ahead of time. You know, you mentioned vinegar, but soy sauce is another really great thing to ask about um, because you can always pack a little bottle um, and it can be used to flavor more than just your stir fry. You can add it to your meat mix when you're making burgers or a marinade for ribs. Um, It's just really nice and useful umami salty flavor. Oh, and like burgers. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you said burgers because I was like, oh, yeah, we do pretty much cook burgers on every vacation. One, because that's one of Ella, my nine-year-old's favorites. And then also because it's pretty easy to make anywhere and just feels like fun vacation food. Also, we're typically like vacationing in the summertime and wanting to grill out anyway. Totally. Totally. And I think that looking in the aisles that have a lot of supermarket shortcuts that maybe you use at home, but maybe you don't is a really good thing to do. So when I make pulled pork shoulder at home, for example, I use orange juice. I make my own marinade, basically my own like cooking liquid. But the last time I was at a rental house, I grabbed off the shelf I wish I could remember what brand. I'm going to put a link in the show notes because it was so delicious. But in the Latin food area, there was a marinade. It was like an orange mojo marinade type thing, multi-purpose. And I grabbed it and I used that instead. So I literally plonked the pork shoulder in the Instant Pot and then opened the jar and poured it in. And it was delicious. So looking at that stuff, if you have a favorite meal starter from home, I mean, I'm thinking Omsum comes in those convenient little packets that are so tiny that you could easily pack up with your salt and some spices and knives, you know, and it would take up no room at all. But anything that just helps you shortcut flavor, because you might not have access to all the spices or all the sauces or all the condiments that you normally do at home. So shortcut that Right? I love that. For some reason, it made me think that one thing we have not talked about enough is that when I go on vacation, whether it's like solo vacation or vacation with my family, I actually really love visiting new grocery stores. I think it's just like a great way to see what's available and find new products. But I'm also thinking about like if you don't live near like a Trader Joe's or Costco and you've always wanted to try that, that can be like a good excuse. Like, oh, I'm going to buy a bunch of frozen shortcut things from Trader Joe's and we can eat those over our vacation. 
Also, this is so like the other end of meal planning, but someone in our listeners group suggested it and I I can't wait to try it is the idea that like on you kind of before you leave on your vacation, whether you're meal planning or not, you make a meal plan even three days or like, a you know, essential kind of meals for the first couple of days that you're back and fill up your like whether you use fresh direct like Stacey does or Instacart or whatever your local grocery store pickup or delivery go ahead and like fill your car and then when you're headed home set it for delivery so that when you come back from vacation you're not having to like really quickly think about what to feed your family again that's so smart i have to admit that i am known for taking time on my vacation to grocery shop for the day I get home, which is a super lame way to use your vacation time. (laughs) But it's it's like a- It it, it extends that vacation vibe, right? Like you're like, oh, I don't have to immediately roll over into like mom on a mission mode. I like thinking about it that way. For me, it's more anxiety. It's more like, uh, I'm going to be thinking about it anyway. I'm going to be thinking about how hard it is to transition back home. So I might as well just do something right now with my, you know, half hour just to help myself. Yes. Yes. Kind of thing. But I do like the idea of doing it even before you get to vacation. Yeah. Because then you ease that anxiety without having to take your time on vacation to grocery shop for when you're home again. (laughs) Maybe you can try it out this summer and report back to us. Yes, I think that I will. Yeah, and speaking of, if you try anything we've suggested here, or maybe you have a genius hack for meal planning and feeding your family on vacation, find us as Didn't I Just Feed You on all social and visit our new site where you'll be able to sign up to be among the first in our new and improved community coming to you June 2021. All the deets are didn'tijustfeedyou.com. And don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter to get an exclusive recipe, plus our pick of the week every single week. You can subscribe at didn'tijustfeedyou.com or follow the link in our Instagram bio. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to this very podcast right now, wherever you're listening so you don't miss an episode. Our music is Good Old Times by Alex Cohen, provided by Jimendo. A huge thank you to our editor, Samantha Gatsik. I'm Stacy, And I'm Megan. Stay sane and well-fed. Until next week. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review.